SaveCalifornia.com. It's the SaveCalifornia.com radio show, where you get it real and you get it straight. And now from Sacramento, here's your independent voice of reason, SaveCalifornia.com president, Randy Thomason. How important is a father? All the cultural indicators point to children doing poorly when a father isn't in the home, but look at what's happening when fathers are in the home, and children still turn out either depressed, rebellious, lazy, promiscuous, and blasphemous. Obviously, the need isn't just for fathers to be in the home, right? The need is for good fathers. Now, this show is about how to be a good dad by learning how to become a godly dad. Wow, think of what kind of state California would be or what kind of country America would be if we had just the majority be godly dads in the home. I mean, we're talking 50% plus one. We're far away from that, and America needs to turn away from sin and turn toward God again. My guest today is Stephen Kendrick. He's the producer and co-writer of the new Christian values movie, Courageous. Stephen, welcome to the show. Thank you, Randy. Glad to be a part of the program. It's my honor. Well, I am so privileged to talk with you. Now, your film isn't directed uh, as much toward fathers who aren't there, but to dads who are married with children and don't know their purpose and their their kids get lost instead of shepherding. Do I have that right? Yes, it is primarily to uh, dads who consider like, you know, they're good enough. Um, But when we go back to what Scripture calls us to, you know, God's standard is that we represent Him, you know, that we represent our Heavenly Father. And so um, His call for dads to step up and lead is a, it's a bold call, and He's asking us to be strong and courageous, uh, as He did with Joshua in Israel. And, And what we see, though, is a generation of dads that has become passive, uh, incompetent. A lot of times dads mean well and they want to do well, but they've never seen what it looks like. They never saw it modeled with their own fathers at home. And so it's easy for them to uh, just give up, you know, a fear of being found as inadequate. And so um, what we're trying to do with the movie Courageous, and uh, one, of the, one of our goals is to help inspire and challenge men to take it to the next level. Well, besides seeing the movie Courageous, which I'm recommending highly to everyone, what is the mental step that a dad, a father can take? I mean, does he need to look into the mirror and say, you know, I'm worse than I thought? You know, I think uh, that one of the main commands of Scripture is repentance. You know, it's a, it's a realization that we're heading in the wrong direction and uh, and we turn around and and we start heading in the right direction towards what God is calling us to, and um, that we use the word resolution in the movie Courageous, and it's when a man you know he throws the gauntlet down and he says enough is enough, I am going to live for Christ. I'm going to do what God's called me to do. I'm going to spend the rest of my life pouring myself into what matters the most. That's what Joshua did in Joshua 24:15 when he said, "As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord." Uh, we saw that happen in our own dad's life. You know, he was the chain breaker in our family, and it has made such a difference in our lives. And so I think uh, when a man embraces and surrenders himself to Jesus Christ, it really does make him a new creation, and it makes him a, a much better father, too, when he follows that and lives that out. 
Well, you and your brother, Alex, uh, the co-writers, the co-creators, the visionary uh, team, and plus your pastoral staff there, behind your four movies now, Courageous being the latest, you are good examples of taking faith, taking vision, and going out there. You mentioned the importance of your dad. Do you think that you and your brother would be the Christian men you are today, uh, visionary, productive, without your dad being a good role model in that regard? It would be very hard to see how we could be any, you know, how we could be even close to what we are today. You know, God's grace uh, goes beyond our sin, and the Lord can redeem uh, even a terrible situation. You know, some of the best dads I know grew up without fathers, but they, through their surrendering relationship with Jesus Christ, you know, God did a work in them. And so it can happen. But Alex and I were so impacted by the integrity and the faith of our own earthly father. It has made a huge difference in our lives. And you also see in Psalm 112 that God says that he's going to bless the children and the grandchildren of a man who fears the Lord. And so it is a really a call to all of us to, uh, to fear God in our own lives and to walk with him. Well, you probably see this, and, and I see it, that when you got a uh, listless father, a confused father, a lost father, a pleasure-seeking father, uh, you got more chance than not that his kids are going to turn out even worse and take what he did to excess. Um, that's, just, that's just normal. I mean, we're, we're talking about something that is a crisis in America, wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. Uh, there are 24 million children in America who don't even have their dad involved in their lives. And that's one out of three kids right now. It's 36%. And uh, that is, that is a, such a tragedy because God's desire is that a father will introduce the next generation to who he is. You know, a father should be a picture of uh, a loving provider, a protector, a leader, an example worth following. And that's the way our Heavenly Father is. And when a child grows up without uh, his earthly father being those things for him, it causes him to begin to think God is the same way. And this generation in America has been walking away from the church and the faith. And uh, they've been, you know, by massive numbers, 18 to 20-year-olds are walking away from the church. It's like over 80%. And one of the key issues, though, is dads are not leading the way, because when a father leads spiritually, his kids are 20 times more likely to stay in church and live for Christ long-term. Yeah. Well, and because there are so many churches where the pastor is not teaching how to do good parenting, not teaching how to be a good dad. And, of course, there's some notable exceptions, you being one of them. We do need movies like Courageous and messages like Courageous. What is the main message you hope that men get from seeing Courageous? What do you want ringing in their heads, and what hope do you want them to grasp? I want them to know that it's never too late to start doing the right thing. You know, one of the statements my dad said was, start where you are and go forward as fast as you can. And, you know, the, the Lord's mercy is bigger than our sinful past, and he can redeem the mistakes of the past. And so the Lord is calling men to be strong and courageous and to step up and to become the spiritual leaders of their homes. 
And it is an honor to do that, and we're going to need the Lord's grace every step of the way to do it. But it is so fulfilling and so rewarding. And so we're challenging men to do it, you know, to, to lock shields with other good men and to be strong and courageous and to step up and say, follow me as I follow Christ. Now, each one of your films has dealt with crises that people are having, uh, courageous, the, the men in the movie, they all have a big or a small crisis, and that's what gets their attention, brings them out of insensitivity, out of lack of vision. They suddenly get it, but it takes pain. And uh, I guess what you're saying is you don't have to have all the pain of a tragedy. You can simply get the message get the revelation and say, yeah, I don't want to have to stumble over a cliff in order to, say, avoid cliffs. I want to get on the straight and narrow path in order to run courageously and run well in life. Absolutely. You know, there's a difference between a wise man and a fool, and a wise man will listen and learn from other people's mistakes and examples and uh, make good decisions. But a fool, it says, won't even learn from his own tragedies and mistakes. He just keeps doing the same thing over and over again. And so we're hoping and praying that men will see the movie, be challenged by the storyline, be caught up uh, in all the emotion of it. But more than that, that God will speak to their hearts and do and really transform them by the renewing of their minds and give them a new vision for what great fatherhood can look like. Now, I'm excited about all the resources you put together to go with the film. Stephen, (laughs) thank you so much for for this, Uh, especially the resolution for men and the resolution for women. Now, this is all available at one of your websites, CourageousResources.com. But, Stephen, I have to wonder, some people like New Year's resolutions and some people hate them. So why are you so pro-resolution? Well, the word resolution uh, is actually tied into a biblical word, and it's the word steadfast. And uh, throughout the Bible, when God talks about a man who is steadfast, it means that he has resolved in his heart that he's going to stand up and move forward and lock in and be committed to something and not turn back. And so we talk in the book, The Resolution for Men, about the difference between a New Year's resolution, which is easily made and easily broken, and a lifelong resolution, which is something you commit to and keep recommitting to for the rest of your lives. And uh, that's what Joshua did when he said, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. That's what Jonathan Edwards, the Great Awakening preacher, did when he wrote out his list of resolutions as to the way he was going to live. And he continued to let them guide his thinking. And so in the movie, when people watch Courageous, you know, they'll be caught up in the action, the drama, the humor of the storyline. But they're also going to be inspired by these men when they watch them step up and resolve to become the spiritual leaders of their homes. So we have written out that resolution, and we've taken the main priorities for men that are in scriptures, and we've, we've lined that out into a commitment to make. And they can write it out or they can, you know, they're actually available uh, online uh, if people want to get the resolution themselves that they see in the movie. And we're asking them to lock shields with other men and to start working together uh, to hold each other accountable and to begin to help one another step up into spiritual leadership. It sounds like you're almost talking about something like Promise Keepers, the uh, godly men's movement of uh, a couple decades ago, but maybe, maybe even deeper. Well, the thing we loved about Promise Keepers was it did rally and inspire men, but anything that does not really uh, get the sustaining 
emphasis on the local church level, it's very hard for it to remain long-term. And so one thing we're trying to do through Courageous is that message of strong male leadership, of biblical fatherhood that is communicated in the movie is not just going to, you know, Washington, D.C. or a a big stadium somewhere. It's going to your local theater. It's going to be eventually on DVD in people's homes. And, And we're encouraging people at your local church level Get the resolution for men uh, and begin to work through that together, or the resolution for women, and and work with other men and, and let God change your heart and mind with his word, because that book is filled with the biblical principles of how a man should lead his family well. And if we will do that, then uh, the Lord will not only change us, but our children, our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren will be affected by our decision to follow the Lord. Now, the movie Courageous featured the big changes in the men. Uh, The women, to me, seem to be mostly supportive wives. But what is the message for women in the movie or in the resolution for women? Well, in the movie, there are many strong uh, moms and wife characters. You know, Javier's wife, Carmen, is wrestling through his decisions, but she's praying for him and supporting him. Victoria, Adam's wife, is, you know, holding him accountable, counseling him, encouraging him, praying for him. And you see that with Nathan as well. It's such an integral part of a man being resolved is having his wife support him. And so Priscilla Shire wrote the resolution for women. She's an incredible author and speaker. She's uh, very biblically grounded, and she walks through how a wife can find her contentment in Christ, that she can learn to come alongside and help set up her husband for success and pray for him, how she can create a home uh, that is a place of peace and unity and a place where, you know, godly children can be raised. And so we encourage women, you know, to get a hold of the resolution for women, check that out, and and join your husbands in this journey. Stephen, when I have dealt with men, I see lots of men, they don't want to try because they're afraid of failing. And then I see a lot of wives, they're afraid of change because they think, well, it'll get worse. You know, I would just sign the resolution for men, and then if I fail— um, I would uh, confess that to God, and I would uh, repent, and I would ask forgiveness. I'd explain it to others in the family, and I'd get back on the horse. Is that what you're encouraging? Absolutely. In the book of Proverbs, it says if a righteous man falls seven times, he gets back up and he keeps going. You know, the Apostle Paul talked about uh, how he had to die daily to himself, or Jesus said we must, if we want to follow him, we have to deny ourselves daily and take up our cross and follow him. And so it is a daily recommitting to what God has done in our hearts and in our lives. And so, you know, the devil wants to condemn us. He wants to beat us down, and he wants to point out everything we have done wrong in the past, every mistake we've done in the past. But our past failures don't necessarily mean future failure. You know, God's Word and even life around us show us that the Lord can do a new work in us. He is conforming us to the image of His Son. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. But the key there is dependent upon Him, being dependent upon Him. When we're walking with Him and we're abiding in the vine and in His Word daily and in prayer, God's Spirit begins to empower us to do things we cannot do on our own energy in the flesh. And so that's one of the things we talk about in the Resolution for Men, is becoming poor in spirit, 
begin to be completely dependent upon the Lord, and that is actually the secret to the success of the Christian life. Well, that's what I've seen in all four of your films. I own them all, by the way, Um, from Flywheel to Facing the Giants to Fireproof and now Courageous. Um, It seems that a, a common theme through all of them is that the main character learns to submit himself to God and get his pleasure and purpose from God. And then I looked on your bio. You said on your website, because you're a pastor, you said you wish you'd started reading God's Word and praying to God every day uh, earlier in life than you started. How important is that to you being a godly dad? You know, it's our it's our prayer is like breathing for the believer. It is absolutely necessary. And uh, reading God's Word is a—I made a commitment years ago that I, every day I would I would spend time in God's Word. Sometimes it's five minutes, sometimes it's an hour, you know, but whatever it is, um, Psalm 1 says that, that we are like a tree planted by the rivers of water when we're in God's Word every day, and then we're getting the nourishment that we need spiritually. We're getting the direction that His Word provides as a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. You know, there is no other way to live the Christian life. You know, we will fail. God knows that apart from His grace and apart from dependence upon Him, there's no way we can live out the Christian life. We need His Holy Spirit empowering us and guiding us. We need His Word as a lamp to our feet, our feet and a light to our path. And so it's the only way to live. And it's a, it's a fun way to live. It's a, the most fulfilling way to live. Amen to that. Now, Courageous is your biggest movie yet. Uh, You put the most investment into it. Uh, I mean, compared to your first movie, Flywheel, with one camera and a, what, a $20,000 budget or was it a $10,000 budget? That's right. Uh, Really small. 20. 20. Well, now you've got over a million dollar budget and of course, you're blowing away Hollywood. They don't really get it. They just say, hey, you're being a success at the box office. But this is not just a movie. This is a life-changing message, and it's really ministry. And I, I just, I'm astounded, but I'm not astounded. What is impossible with men is possible with God. I know you believe that. You must receive incredible pleasure by seeing uh, how little levers that you pull uh, with faith in God that uh, there's so much fruit that comes from it. Yeah, we've told people that we feel like the little boy with five loaves and two fish. You know, we've just, we have so little to offer the Lord, but we give Him everything we do have. And uh, it says in Proverbs 16.3 that when we commit our works to the Lord, He will establish our plans. And so we have, with every movie, committed it to God from the beginning. We have been asking Him to help us through every leg of the journey, asking him to help us write and to cast and direct and produce and edit. And even now with the promotion, you know, you and I prayed together before this phone call. You know, God needs to be in every part of our lives. He's not a Sunday-only God. You know, uh, Scripture says, of him, through him, and for him are all things. In him we live and move and have our being. And so walking with him and being in step with him is actually the secret and the key, and it's a lot more willing to live that way. Well, Stephen, our listeners are hearing you, your heart, the heartbeat of Courageous with your brother Alex, who stars in the film. 
But, uh, you know, you're an A-plus uh, story writer. <laughs> if only Hollywood would get a clue that it's the story, it's the story, it's the story. It's like a restaurant. Location, location, location. You know, um, people need to get this, and people need to see Courageous. I want to thank you so much, uh, Stephen Kendrick, for being on the program. And I want to say, in closing, if you want to be a better father or learn what a good father looks like, Please, please do yourself a favor. Do your family a favor. See the new film, Courageous. For if a father leads, loves, and provides and shepherds his family to trust and obey God with a heart of love and actions that follow, his children will be positive lights in our culture, making it better, not worse. So if you care about America, see Courageous and take the resolution to heart because just being a good enough dad, as the movie depicts, doesn't cut it. So thank you so much for listening to this very important show, See Courageous, with our special guest, Stephen Kendrick, talking to us today. That's it, and we'll talk with you next time. You've been listening to the SaveCalifornia.com radio show with Randy Thomason. Your support and participation make all the difference. Help us reach more people by giving a gift today at SaveCalifornia.com. SaveCalifornia.com Radio.